Good morning everybody. This is Enos Higgins. I used to be known by the podcast of Your Unlimited Vision with Enos or Your Limitless Vision with Enos. Um, unfortunately, I have a new phone and I've lost my details for Anchor. So I've decided because my my focus has shifted quite a bit why not just make a new podcast anyway i will have a think about what it's going to be called but it is going to be more of a spiritual thing um, where i'm going to be sharing what i'm experiencing if you are not a christian i hope that this is a non-threatening non-preachy uh, outlook on what i'll be sharing and i will be mentioning that you know you can do this in other ways um but obviously i will be speaking from a christian's point of view i'll be speaking from a blind person's point of view um i'll be rever- referencing another podcast that i love um which if you are a christian seeking more peace and more stillness i will recommend to you because i feel like a lot of what i'm sharing with you will have been sparked by her and it's only fair that i mention her um as i said a lot of the stuff that i'll be saying you can easily take with you into your own meditation and um non-religious practices by the way you will never hear me saying that i'm religious um i am in a relationship with jesus and that sounds really weird and people are going to say yeah but that's re- that's religion no i'm not going to go into this because this is not why i'm doing the podcast um if i think it's more spirituality spirituality in its truest form and 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 more than that it is a relationship just uh you know i think some people will think yeah i pray to god but my life has not really been affected by him unless i need him in a crisis some will say yeah i believe there's something out there um some will say that you know they believe in another god i i think religion it always means you've got to please this god the god that you believe in is needy and demands your service Christianity in its truest form actually is Jesus or God through Jesus seeking a relationship with you so it's not religion because religion is dead it's dead it is it is it is a ritual whereas this is a relationship just like you have a relationship with your spouse with your friend um this is a relationship this is my standpoint if it sounds completely wacky to you just if you don't mind keep with it um because i think i i just think it's it's important for us to continue um you know in a in a to understand what exactly i'm trying to say um i'm sorry my phone has just dimmed and locked itself which is not very really nice <laughs> okay 
any noises that is not me, it will be my voiceover or my phone. I've got my speech off. Um, I will give you an introduction to myself in a minute. So I am Ines. I um, I am a German, having moved to England ten years ago. Um, and if people ask me how I would describe myself, I would say I'm very outgoing. I am very chatty. Um, or maybe to phrase it in a better way, I'm a good communicator. I love communicating. I am registered blind, but that is not the first thing that comes to my mind if people ask me, who are you? I would say I'm a Christian. That's the first thing that comes to my mind. I used to be a very scatterbrainy one, and I think I still in some ways am, in that I would start things and never quite get them finished. Is that your experience? You'd start something and then you'd start a shampoo bottle. Simple as that. Something simple as that. And you then see on the advert a better brand that will give your hair even more volume. So you abandon the one you have to search for the next miracle shampoo. That's, That's the simplest. But also you start a project because you think that's a brilliant idea. And when you hit a wall, you just go, switch. What now? What can I do now? Hmm, new project. That is what my experience has been. As soon as things go a bit belly up, yeah, there goes my motivation. Um, This goes for businesses, weight loss, etc., etc. But... I believe that I've now found the solution and it is not a quick fix. It certainly isn't a quick fix. It's more a path to more awareness and um, putting first things first, making the main thing the main thing. So... Many people, whether you are a Christian or not, you are familiar with the word meditation. And Christians are a little bit frightened of it because they go like, oh, meditation is emptying your mind, it's not good, it's not good, it's not good. Yeah, I agree with that. Although I believe it's good to, rather than emptying your mind, you focus it. You focus it, you, you, you train your mind to have laser sharp focus. Some people focus on their breath and body, and then their thoughts. Some people focus on an object in the room. I've um, had someone um, that I used to listen to, you know, cause us to draw a dot on a piece of paper, and you have to stare at the dot. Now, for a blind person with nystagmus, that was absolutely hell. (laughs) And... And then he caused us to close our eyes and focus on the dot. Now, that to me is more what we're talking about. Although in Christianity, it's more about a person than a silly dot on a silly piece of paper. Or just your thoughts or just your breath. It's a good starting point to focus on your breath and your body posture to make sure you're comfortable so that halfway through you don't get cramp but it is not the object of real meditation for me 
Um, a lot of people in other religions already take meditation very seriously. They stop to be mindful. They stop to be just to meditate for a little bit, close their eyes, focus on their breathing. And that is awesome. But I think Christians ought to go one step further. But, but we are the most hustly and bustly community. What I mean is this. We all know that smartphones has have... They are our life. I mean, they're my life. I mean, as a blind person. I, I am recording this podcast right now on my phone. When I hang when I hang up, when I close this podcast and finish when I finish it, I will be reading my Bible on my phone. Afterwards, I may after my silent time, I may talk to some of my friends on my phone. Tomorrow, on the way from work, I will need to know when to get off the bus. How do I get there? On my phone. I I will go shopping for groceries, a big shopping order. How do I do it? On my phone. So you have this phone with you 24-7 nearly, and it always constantly dings and beeps and clicks, and you don't really get a lot of rest. And I know a lot of people can relate to that. I'm sure you can. Um, Some people can't even have a conversation with a loved one without playing with their phone. That is something that I've learned to stop because I cannot stand people talking to me while staring at their phone. That's a pet peeve of mine, but I'm not even going to go there because it's not a ranted podcast. Anyway, our phones are our lives. So constantly we are subjected to outer and inner voices pressuring us to be a certain way, to conform to a certain way, squishing us into a certain mold. Be like that, talk like that. Wear this, drive this car if you're driving. Um, <laughs> get this new cane if you're a blind person, or me, or if you'd rather have a dog, then you should really have a dog. There's a dog versus cane, com- you know, debate with the blind community. It, there's all these 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 voices that say do this, do that, and I have so been known with for going with the crowd. Um, and that has been my downfall in many ways. Buy this. It's the next new amazing thing. Yeah, but there's some that are good products. Don't get me wrong. But it should not. Life it re- revolves around things and around people telling you to be a certain way. And then inside of you, you also have chatter. You have the voice of never enough. Never enough money. I'm not enough. I'm a failure. I'm rubbish. Never enough friends. Never enough this. Never enough that. You have the voice of gotta do better. Gotta do more. You've got the voice of, you know, I'll fancy this for dinner. You have thoughts that just constantly demand your attention. What if you just slow down your thoughts? And so as a Christian, what I've recently learned is stillness. Um, as Christians, we often are people who pray out loud, worship out loud, sing our hearts out, and there is definitely time and a place for that. <clears throat> the 
Bible even says, you know, shout to the Lord with with praises and shout your high praises, sing, sing loudly, play all the instruments and let the seas roar and everything in it. And it sounds like a real noisy cacophony of of, of stuff, of sounds. So they are important, but then it also says in the same book, be still and know that I am God. Meditate in your heart on your bed and be still. Now, I can't do it on my bed, by the way, because I feel like I fall asleep. <clears throat> but it just says this, be still. Surely I have quieted myself like a child on a mother's lap. That is more of a hush, stillness, peace. So there's two important things in Christianity, and we often focus on the noisy part, but we don't we we don't really quieten our thoughts down enough to give God a chance to actually speak to us. I've done a live video yesterday on Facebook. If live videos are more your thing than me rambling at you, do feel free to have a look. Um, so you have all these voices and you think, how on earth can I just shut them off? But well, you can't shut them off, but you can quieten down your mind, slow down your mind. I've heard it said, peace is the potting soil revelation. You can't really have peace. I'm going to say it slowly again, sorry, because I know I, I'm prone to speak quite quickly because as I say one sentence, I think of the next. Peace is the potting soil of revelation. If revelation is not a word that you're familiar with, except for like religious term, let me say it this way. Rest and peace and quiet of mind is a really good soil for deeper understanding, wisdom in times that you need it, and hearing God's instructions for you. If you don't believe in God, you may think it's the universe giving you instructions and wisdom. Either way, wisdom, stillness and quieting your thoughts down is essential. Because God holy spirit in us i'm not calling it the universe because that is not what i believe but if you want to interchange those words feel free is always talking we just need to quiet down enough to listen so stillness and silence is important now stillness for me i've discovered can be done in two ways obviously silence is a good thing If silence is so scary for you because you can hear your stomach rumbling and you can hear your your thoughts racing, put on some relaxing music. I would recommend a few relaxing worship music um, composers. They are instrumental music that are written from a Christian perspective. So you know that what you are listening to is not new agey and some kind of false spirit so if you would like me to recommend a few they are the likes of john belt william augusto um 
Terry Geisel. If you're into your piano, definitely Terry Geisel because it's very soothing and very gentle. So if you find silence is like a little step too far, but you still want to be still, that is fine. Just get some of that music, play it gently in the background, and then most importantly, relax. Become relaxed, become still. Now, people say, and this is something else I've learned from somebody else called David Hernandez, um, who's an American preacher, who, interestingly enough, is just 30 years old, younger than me, and he's learning all this stuff already. And he said, people always tell him that immediately when they start to be silent, that is when the inner chatter really starts. But he points out, no, 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 that is just when you realize just how much inner chatter is actually in you, which I think is a good point. So your inner chatter doesn't go away or doesn't suddenly happen when you get still. You're just more aware of it. So how do I focus my mind? Well, some people find visual focus easier. So for some of them, they imagine what would it have been like to meet Jesus when he was on the earth ministering? What would he say to me? How would he touch me? How would he impact my life? I find that quite difficult. Some people focus on Jesus in his glorified form. So we know that his, 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 his eyes are like burning fire and there's light streaming from his face and his clothes are white, um, gleaming white. And his hair is white as wool and focusing on that. Sometimes I can just about picture that, but because I'm blind, I think of an attitude, no, a character attribute, that's what I'm trying to say, a character attribute of Jesus. So sometimes I focus on Jesus is love. Sometimes I focus on peace. Sometimes I focus on, if I'm feeling a little bit low, I focus on his joy. If I, if I feel I need a bit of healing, I focus on his healing. And um, just focus on Jesus in any sort of way that you can. I am going to make a concession here because, again, I'm talking about Christianity here. If you're not a Christian, but you believe in the good and you believe in the light, I guess what you could do is just picture light shining down on you and filling your being with everything that's good and, you know, everything that is just good and and lovely and that is in a way biblical even if you don't believe it because they the bible says that every good and perfect gift streams down from heaven from the father of lights so if you're not really sure about god or jesus but you believe in the light and the in the good in the world i guess just imagine light shining around you and into you sometimes I'm imagining the light from Jesus beaming into me like a sun ray just piercing through into my being sometimes but obviously in my case I know it's from Jesus it's just it just depends on what is easy for you to focus your mind on 
and then just be still and try to focus and if, if, if thoughts come and your mind gets off track what is key and I mean key really 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 important is please don't get frustrated with the process and don't get frustrated with yourself don't beat yourself up mentally going I knew I couldn't do this I'm rubbish I'm you know always losing focus blah blah blah, blah. that is going to be so unhelpful to your progress just gently bring your mind back even people who are <clears throat> guiding meditation in secular circles they say if your mind wanders don't worry bring it back to the to the focus so please in christians weirdly enough we have the we are adept at beating ourselves up for not doing good enough because we are still having this religiosity hammered into us that god is just watching just how well or not well we're doing that is utter rubbish every minute you're attempting to spend time with god he's just going yes yes let me hug you let me spend time with you so don't feel like oh i'm rubbish at this just draw your attention gently back to god start maybe 10 minutes like i don't know at your tea break at work if you can i found even putting christian like relaxing music on on the bus to work when the bus is busy and noisy just to create more atmosphere to relax into and 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 take in a few precious moments with just me and jesus that's often sets me up for the day um you know so don't feel like you have to do it two hours right away start slowly and 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 stretch it and make it get used to it like a muscle um the benefits of it now i've only been doing this for three months three months i wish three weeks goodness me and by the way this is an unedited podcast i refuse to edit the, this podcast because a i can't trim very well edit very well and b you know what you get me raw and honest and just the way i am so the benefits i've experienced so far are the only benefits i will be speaking about at length i will briefly say that um again the the the, the podcast i'll be reverence, referencing is a lady called Sia april who is i think south african and she has inspired me to do most of the stillness thing and she says your spiritual eyes can open quite quickly and you can see things in the spirit now that is not what i experienced and i think the reason is that we are all different our journey is different and also the way we see is different i get word pictures i don't get like i don't see in the spirit like she does but that doesn't make mean that she's more spiritual than me or i'm more than her or whatever what i'm getting is just word pictures words rising up in me like i just suddenly overflow with 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 words um from god so recently i got the word beauty and only just today i read an article about god bringing out the beauty in people who speak soothing and healing and good words and 
who find the good in people and and share their life with other people and whatnot. So I get these little words bubbling up in me, this little these little phrases. And sometimes I share them. Sometimes I pray into them and don't share them yet. All I know is now it's the time for me that I need to actually knuckle down, get my braille note out, which is a braille display where I can type things in and write things down because there are things that I think God wants to show me that if I don't capture them, I will not be trustworthy with more. Um, but yeah, so so I get words bubbling up of my spirit. Also, you you're gonna ask yourself, well, okay, you you spend half an hour to an hour a day in stillness. How is that gonna benefit your life as a whole? Well, two things I've not I've noticed. I am more peaceful. I am more gentle, and I am I have wisdom that I didn't even realize I had. I can give my friends advice, and I am sitting there at the same time going, "Did I just say that?" And I get ideas when I am in stillness. So recently, I'm having two business ideas. But instead of immediately going, oh, I'm going to start with this, and I'm going to do that, and scattering my focus, I'm like noting them down and saying, right, <clears throat> instead of doing any more on them, I am going to continue sitting in stillness first and seeing if that vision develops, and then talk to the people around me to find out if there's a need for the business. And then, you know, then I can talk to people and say, how do I get started? But it's it's having God in every area of that process and every step of that process so so that's what I found is the peace the wisdom and the creativity that flows gently you don't have uh, ideas that kind of fly around your brain you can't quite form them and you kind of have this idea and they go that sounds good but how are you going to do it and then you go I don't know you you have the kind of self-control to go, mm, I've got this idea and I like it and I feel like it'll happen, but I need to still sit still and figure out where to start. And you just get that patience. Um, and then lastly, I want to share with you a story that happened on Monday. I have mentioned this in my life video, which by the way is a lot less lengthy. If you got bored by this of this by now, your my life video might be a better um, place to start and I'm gonna do another one today. Now on Monday I was contrary to what I should have done, I was rushing out of the house. I had my hood on, which for a blind person can limit your hearing, which is your important sense when you when you orientate yourself because I thought it was raining but it had been raining when I first got up but it wasn't raining then so I rushed out with my hood on thinking I'm going to take the hood off when I'm on the bus stop big mistake I crossed the familiar crossing by our house thought I was safe and a car suddenly rushed into my cane, 
the cane felt the impact. I think the cane got driven into my knee. I can't remember exactly what happened because it happened so quickly. And you could literally hear the of the car and you're just and I'm like, what just happened? So I made it to the middle of the road, the the, the, the island, stood there for a second, got my bearings, crossed over, and obviously I was a little bit shocked thinking, what has just happened? But I, there was this peace in me at the same time. I'm like thinking, okay, that just happened. Now what do I do? I think in the past it would have been like absolute blind panic. But in this case I was like, well, I need I need to come. I need I need to I need something basically. So I sat on the bus and I took my music out because I knew that we were stopping on the last stop I had to get off. So and you didn't have to pay attention particularly. So I got my music out and just listened to some music um to get me back you know, to to peace, and I was able to get up with my day, whereas I think if I hadn't done, if I hadn't practiced the stillness, I think I would have been so shocked and, and scared that every road I would have crossed that day would have panicked me. Um, so I think, first of all, what to notice that I believe that God's angels were looking after me. Secondly, I think the peace that I had in my mind because, and in my heart because of being still and spending time with Jesus in the stillness was enabled me to get through this incident a lot quicker without losing all of my confidence in traveling alone. So to me, that was huge. I am going to bring this to a close. I've said a lot more in the, this podcast than I did in my live video. I will be sharing the continuation of my story as it unfolds with stillness. I might be sharing some of the things I'll be writing down as I feel led to. Um, if you have a question, feel free to ask me. Even if you're not religious, this is a good start. It's a good thing to do, just to find something to focus on. Even if it's just the thought of peace all around you, or light all around you. Again, for me, this wouldn't be the same without Jesus, but if if this is if that's your way, I don't want to discount that at all. But just find a way to slow down the pace of your mind, your thoughts, and just be still. And you'll find that life slows down and you're not rushing headlong on autopilot into your day. I hope this has blessed you in some way. I am Ines Higgins. Today is the 9th of October 2019. I'll be messaging, well, I'll be podcasting rather, probably again next week because I don't think I have a lot more to share until then. So... Be blessed and I'll speak to you soon.